0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of All of Them Witches. This is your host, Marcus, and I'm here yet again to talk about movies. So, let's see. The movie that I'm going to be talking about today is Unfriended from 2014. And I think this is a movie a lot of people have actually never seen before. Um, well, people who would be classifying themselves as horror fans anyway. Because I know I certainly didn't see it when it came out. I think around the time, well I was still... I've been for a very long time in that sort of mindset that, oh, modern horror isn't good or whatever, Um, which obviously isn't true, but that was just my mindset. So I definitely didn't watch this. I think I did hear of it, but had no interest. It seemed like it was some sort of movie geared toward teenagers, and I I was like, I don't care, like whatever. So I definitely never saw it, and I have a feeling that's true of some other folks as well. Necessarily having that weird mindset like I did, but just not watching it because um, the concept is that it's like a movie told through the perspective of people on the computer and using Skype and stuff rather than there being anything else happening in the movie. So I could see that definitely being a, a turnoff for folks. Anyway, so that's the movie that I watched and I'm going to be discussing today. Um, in other movie news I watched Taxi Driver but that's not horror <laughs> just something I had never seen before and it was going to um, be removed from the Criterion channel um, at the end of February I believe so I was like I might as well watch this now like because I've been meaning to watch it forever and never have so I thought that was actually a pretty great movie um, though I don't know uh, definitely not horror so you know, there's not much to discuss here about that so i would play the trailer for unfriended but i realized actually after the golden glove trailer which is not in english this trailer has no real voiceover either it's mainly um the video of it shows text on screen that's sort of typing the narration so which is kind of worthless so i don't know i'm not gonna have the trailer i guess i should only have the trailer if there's a purpose for it but anyway let's go into the movie um since i've sort of given the basics that it's a movie about people who are on their laptop and just talking through skype for the whole thing that's kind of really all the intro you would need to know because right out the gate that is something that you could be like oh no i don't have any interest in that whatsoever that's gotta be super boring and then you just don't watch it um but anyway i'm just gonna go like straight into discussing the movies there's gonna be the whole plot synopsis so obviously there will be many spoilers (music) Alright, so Unfriended begins with the Universal logo coming on and right out of the gate it's setting a mood because the Universal logo as it's playing is sort of, it's not buffering but it's got that issue which I think is like something that happens when like Packets Drop where your your, uh, video becomes like more pixelated and has these like artifacts on it. I don't know the specifics of why that occurs but I've definitely seen it before. And so it starts out with the Universal logo with artifacts and stuff going on. And I'm like, yeah, I like that they're trying to set this mood already. You know, it's computers and internet and a little bit spooky. Because the like, corruption of the Universal logo is kind of scre- kind of creepy. I've always found, like, artifacting can produce really weird-looking stuff and kind of creepy-looking stuff. So anyway, we're coming into the movie. And um, basically the whole film is uh basically effectively a screen capture of someone's laptop screen so you're seeing like directly what that person is doing on the computer you are not actually it's not like a video of someone putting a camera towards the screen it's literally you are seeing the screen as somebody is manipulating it and it's only one person's screen the um character blair it's her piece uh, her her mac whatever her computer and she is just sort of browsing on the internet. You see her looking up basically um, a video on live leak of this girl in, in some sort of schoolgirl who commits suicide. So that's the start, and that's quite an intro. Then you see from that there's like a link to a YouTube video because apparently this character who killed herself, Laura committed suicide because she was so basically bullied due to a video that was posted that shows her, um, you know, after, you know, hours at this party with everyone drinking and she's just sort of laying down on the ground, um, apparently having shit herself. And because of this video, which made a big, you know, splash or whatever online, everyone bullied the shit out of her for real. And she couldn't handle it. She committed suicide. So this is what this girl is just browsing online at like 8.30 p.m. Just looking at suicide. Um, But right after that, this girl, Blair, whose screen we're seeing, gets a call or whatever from her boyfriend, uh, Mitch. And they're being all sexy, you know, undressing on screen. They're like, oh, we're just having fun. And uh, so Blair is telling him, I think that, you know, we could finally have sex for the first time at prom. Or like after prom. (laughs) Hopefully not at prom. So he's all hyped. It appears that they've never had sex before. I don't know how long they've been together, but whatever. So they're having fun and being like coy and sexy-ish. But then they get a group call from their friends and inadvertently, it appears the call gets answered, even though they told, you know, like, no, I'm not going to, I'm going to, like, avoid that call for now because we're, you know, we're busy with each other. But the call picks up. So their other friends, Jess, this blonde girl, Adam, this sort of bro-ish guy, and Ken, this sort of, I don't know, he's, he's, he's sort of portrayed as, like, a computer nerd, I don't know, guy. They all uh, have suddenly joined the call. So, of course... Blair and Mitch run off to get dressed because they're, you know, underdressed, let's say. Everyone's, you know, poking fun at them. It's all fine. And the only thing weird about this group call, aside from the fact that it picked up when neither of them thought they um, chose to answer the call, is that there's a sort of default Skype user in the Skype call. It's got that blue, no-defined avatar thing and no, like, name. So everyone's like what the heck like what is this who is this did you add this person and they're like no okay so they end up trying to hang up they can't figure out how to hang up it seems like there's no option to remove that person from the call so they keep like hanging up on the group call and trying to call each other separately to like see if they can manage something without this sort of mystery user appearing and while this is happening blair is getting messages from laura who is dead the girl who committed suicide on Facebook. So, as you might expect, Blair is pissed. You're like, well, who is using this account? That's really fucked up what you're doing, basically. And, but all while this is happening, again, they're they're trying to figure out the call situation. Uh, you know, it doesn't seem to work. That mystery call person is still there. So, they're like, God, and this is so annoying. So, Blair... Is like she has a suspicion that the person who might be hack- hacking into the account is this other girl named Val, so they add her into the Skype call. I'm not sure why. I guess to try to see if she's typing when the account and Facebook is typing or, or something. I'm not sure, but anyway, they add her to the call, and apparently, no one really likes Val. They're like making fun of her before she answers. And so they're talking, they're having a little, you know, already some arguments with each other. And so it appears that then Jess, who was already in the call, who's the main friend's, her Facebook account posts pictures of Val being drunk, using a bong, etc. on her Facebook. So that starts a huge argument, even though... No one really likes Val, apparently. Jess is saying, I didn't post that, okay? But she does eventually, she's like, okay, fine, I'll delete the damn pictures off the Facebook account. But then Adam, his Facebook account posts the same pictures. So Val's like, what are you guys doing? Like, why are you doing this to me? And it's just just nonsense, basically. So either way, because of all this freak out and this... I think Val also receives a message specifically to her from this hacker, from whoever, and finds it extremely threatening. So she actually calls 911 to have someone, you know, she basically says, oh, someone's threatening me online. And apparently they take that seriously in 2014. Um, but anyway, that's happening. I believe Blair gets a, an email and it's also some more like what, what is happening, like what is all going on, how is this occurring. Um, and again, this is like all sort of like just happening. It's very frantic. And finally, the sort of no-name default user in their Skype chat finally sort of types messages. They're not speaking or having a camera or anything. They just type in and they use a happy face em- emote thought was very interesting when they say hello I'm like okay there's like a very slight hint of funny you know humor to this whole situation at least I think it's kind of darkly humorous that this whoever this is this hacker this is a bad person whoever is using an emote anyway there in the chat they say they you cannot hang up none of the friends can hang up and there was a really nice quote sometime in this whole thing I think when uh, Blair is trying to forward an email and the forward button doesn't even like exist in Gmail It's, um, just says basically, dude, weird computer shit happens to me all the time. And that is so fucking funny to me because yes, that's like a very relatable thing that everyone understands, even though, okay, technically there's not really weird shit in computers. Computers all have logic and something goes wrong. It's, you know, there's some reason behind it, even if it doesn't, it's not clear to humans. Um, anyway, I thought that was a very funny line and I love it. And I wish I could like give that on a shirt. But anyway, the thing about the texting now that's happening in the Skype call is that this person who is still saying they're based... Do they ever say that they're Laura? Um, I think it's just that it's clearly Laura's account that's being used for all of this. So... And yeah, I don't think she ever says explicitly, I am Laura. It's just sort of inferred throughout that, yes, that's what's going on with the spirit of Laura. Anyway, um... The message being sent is basically... If you hang up, all your friends will die. Very sinister. Very off the wall... As well. And at some point during this whole thing... Val's... uh, She drops out of the call... And then she comes back... And you're you're just seeing sort of a frozen image... Of the Skype webcam view for her. And it's a picture of her... Val... In the laundry room... Because you see some stuff in the background... And she's holding a, or she's not holding it, but there's next to her a container of bleach with the lid off. And nobody in the film at this point recognizes that. They do notice that there's like a broken mirror behind her. Um, But there is nothing, no one ever mentions the bleach. And I think that's a little bit weird. But anyway, I noticed the bleach. And so it's obviously clear that the intent is she's going to drink that bleach to commit suicide herself. But either way, the group never get to see it really happen. They just sort of hear uh, suddenly, out of nothing, a scream. And the laptop falls over onto the ground. You don't see anything. You sort of see tiles. So they're like, what's going on? Um, And then, you know, trying to figure that out. the police do arrive because she called them. And they're like, you see the police and... The group is trying to listen into like the police codes that they're saying to understand what's going on with the situation. And so they're like, well, maybe she had like seizures because she had seizures. Um, but then they hear the code for like suicide and they see like a quick sort of glance of her laying on the ground. So yeah, she's dead clearly. So, at this point, the group is basically told by the Laura Skype account that they have to play a game now. And I'm like, a saw. Um, <laughs> but they're going to play a game. And while this is happening, Ken, the computer hacker boy, uh, gives everyone a program to download that's going to, like, I don't know, get rid of the virus from their computer. So they run it. And Blair is like the last one to get it done. She has to delete all the files, but she can't delete her. Um, she can't throw away her recycle bin because she is seeding a torrent and the torrent program won't let her, you know, delete it. She got to stop it first. I thought that was funny. I'm like, oh, she's torrenting, of course. Typical 2014 teen. So, anyway. Oh, and she was torrenting like an episode of Saturday Night Live, of all things. Um, so, here we are. We're back to this frantic attempt to. Clear the recycle bin to get rid of the viruses to stop everything. Um, for some reason, there's a countdown on the Skype call as well from um, Laura's account that's very ominous, no one knows what the countdown means. But anyway, she's frantically trying to delete her recycle bin, and the uh computer freezes a bit. she sees what I've only ever heard referred to as the beach ball of death on a Mac PC, the sort of spinning uh, loading icon. And so she sees that. She can't really click anything because it's you know, it's processing. And she's like shouting so dramatically, There's a pinwheel speaking again to that loading rainbow icon. And I'm like, this is fucking funny. I know that it's not meant to be, but it's very hard to not be in the point like that. But she does her empty uh, her recycle bin empties just in the nick of time, but it really doesn't matter because the game is still afoot or is going to start. So Billy puts on a video uh, on their you know for for their uh, webcam, and no one knows really what it is at first. It's sort of like obscured, but then it turns out that it's a video camera in Ken's house. Because when he gets up, you see him in the uh, Laura cam as well. Just from a different angle. So he tries to find it and he finds it. And at this point, Ken's done. Um, His camera, you know, his video goes out. It comes back just for split seconds to show him with his hand in a blender. And then he like breaks the glass of the blender to get his hand out. But then his, his whole face just goes in the blender. Uh, like spinny metal part so he's gone and it's clearly not intentional you know he was screaming like don't hurt me type of thing uh, trying to get out but he cannot stop and at this point i realized like i guess everyone here is home alone because why wouldn't you like run or go to your parents why wouldn't Why wouldn't somebody here or a roommate? I'm not sure how old these people are supposed to be. Obviously, they're talking Actually, if they're talking about going to prom, they're probably, like, seniors in high school. So where are everyone's parents? And if they were older than that or something, do they have a sibling? Do they have roommates? Like, there's nobody here at this house except each of these kids and one pet dog. So I don't... I don't know. I mean, it's obviously not supposed to be... Something you're supposed to think of deep, you know, think deeply about. So whatever. So they finally play their other game of Never Have I Ever, which I've never played before, but they do give you an explanation if you don't know what it is. So cool. Um, And it's dramatic because it's trying to air everyone's dirty laundry to each other. Stuff like where they have lied and said that they didn't do something when they did do something horrible to the other person. Like starting a rumor that they have an eating disorder. Or sleeping with someone's best friend, you know, all of this comes out in this very emotional game of never have I ever. And for some reason, Laura Spectre Spectre of Laura account has all this information, has all this dirty laundry somehow. But of course, poor Blair has to reveal she accidentally, accidentally, quotes, slept with Adam at some point, and at this point spotify becomes haunted and starts playing this song about liars or lying on blair's computer she can't turn it off she can't turn it down of course there's even a video of this sexual encounter which i don't know how that's possible to get but again it's not something you're supposed to think about logically this is and i wasn't really thinking about it super logically when it was happening just upon reflection i'm like oh that's funny but it's obviously it's a ghost like hacking everything no, okay? It's not realistic in any sense of the means. In any sense of that word. But it's fine. So while this has been going on, Adam is getting super riled up and apparently has problems with anger or something or drunkenness. He's drunk too. A couple people get a thing printed out on their printer from this hacker slash ghost and they can't show it to anybody. But poor Mitch is freaking out already because his, you know, his girl lied to him. And so he's like, you better show me what's on that paper or else I'm going to leave. And he can't leave the call because he would, you know, the the, uh, Laura character ghost said, you'll die if you hang up. So of course, Blair doesn't want that. So she has to show the paper. But unfortunately, the paper says that if you show this paper, then Adam's going to die. And then what happens? But Adam immediately shoots himself in the face with a gun. And he did have this gun. In the house already. I don't know um, what it was there for and why it was loaded and all that good stuff. But again, logic. So, and he had this since he had this gun earlier, it's like, okay, that's clearly going to go so wrong. But it finally happens here. He gets shot by his own hand. And there's apparently no other way to really contact people. I think they at some point, Adam tried to call the police, but it was not the police he called. It was again. This hacker slash ghost who does this, uh, who ends up being on the line. So it's like it seems that phones are worthless and nobody's home and they can't leave um, because they've got laptops, all of them. So they have to be on, I guess, Wi-Fi and they wouldn't be able to leave their house really and stay on Wi-Fi without disconnecting the call at some point. So Blair, in her infinite wisdom, starts a chat roulette session just to try to get the word out to somebody. And basically is going through that because no one wants to talk to a screaming woman they are just laughing and hanging up or she hangs up on them because they're shitty i thought it was funny because of course it's chat roulette um at some point one of the calls answers and it's just a camera on someone's penis and she's like oh god and i'm like yeah girl that's true that's chat roulette right there they finally get someone and they seem to take it seriously though i'm not sure if they were taking it seriously and actually calling cops in fresno Or if they were just trying to placate this person and pretending they were calling the police. I don't know. Um, But anyway, while this is happening, Jess is hiding in her bathroom. And Blair, you know, finally hangs up with the person and says, Okay, the police are coming in five minutes. It'll be okay. Um, But it's too late. Jess ends up getting killed by what looks like a hair straightener in her mouth. And that alone would be painful to get that shoved all the way in your mouth and throat um and then it would be extremely painful if it were turned on in there but it but that would take like some i don't know either way i think she was also in water so it's more of like an electric mean um immediate death rather than just terrifyingly slow painful burning throat death at least that's my hope because that'd be super nasty grisly, monstrous Either way, now Claire and Mitch are the only two left. The ill fated lovers, I guess. But that doesn't last either. Because very suddenly, Mitch is killed by... uh, putting a knife on the table and slamming his head into it. So, pretty grisly. You get to see it. And it's not nice. So, Blair's all alone, crying. You know, still in the webcams. You can see her crying face looking at the screen... And then it ends when you hear a door creak and she's looking around and the laptop shuts. You see this from a outside the computer's perspective and then you see sort of a ghostly woman suddenly lunge at the screen and that's it. So the ending's a little bit goofy, of course, you know, ending with a jump scare and seeing a ghost or whatever is its own thing. But I actually thought the movie as a whole was quite fun, quite enjoyable. Of course, at no point was ever particularly, like, believable as very realistic. It's very much not um, the most realistic thing is that people do a lot of stuff on their computer and chat with each other online and are, you know, good at that. But it's obviously not meant to be taken seriously And I think that's for the best because I just sort of sat back and let it all unfold and really enjoyed my time with it. I like the idea of a haunting on a computer or otherwise a spirit reaching out in any capacity. So a spirit reaching out through the computer, why not? And reactivating all those, you know, Facebook accounts and whatnot. I thought it was fun. I like that it's uh, covering bullying in its own weird way. It's sort of like Carrie in the sense of, you know, there's some sort of major bullying going on and a, you know, mystical sort of element, except that it's very much the way it's told is through the perspective of those who harmed the person, rather than the harmed person sort of being the protagonist. Um, Because Laura is definitely not the protagonist here. She's the ghost, the scary specter the scary being who is causing all this misfortune to these teens who suck. And I mean, I didn't think they, like, like Blair or Ken super sucked initially, or even Mitch, but stuff like Jess and Val and Adam, they all seem kind of shitty. Doing, like, using roofies on a girl, spreading horrendous rumors, posting dangerous videos online. Um... Doing drugs, like, is this what teenagers do? I guess, I don't know. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I didn't really do anything like that, I was a very boring child. So, anyway, I thought that just sort of enjoying the film and not trying to think about it critically is the way to watch it. If you can, some people can't really turn off that critical mindset, I understand that, uh, but I really just found it fun. I liked this, it was fresh. To me, there's probably been other films like it before, maybe before, certainly since. uh, But I just really enjoyed it. I think I gave it a pretty good score um, for myself on like IMDb, which I usually do not do. Um, I'm not gonna say it's my favorite film ever. Certainly not. But I did just, I just found it fun. I found it very fresh and worth a watch and not too long. I think it's an hour and 20 minutes or so. To watch the whole thing. So I can appreciate that. I'm tired of super long movies of any type. Not just horror, but anything. So I would recommend it if you feel like you can deal with a movie that's like told 99.9% through a screen capture of a person's laptop. Again, the 0.01% would be the end of the movie where the ghost shuts the screen. So I think it's worth a watch it may be not as enjoyable to you. Again, as if, if you try to put logic into it or try to think about the acting as being super realistic, uh, you know, no, it's not at all. But I found it fun. The only thing I really didn't like was the gore. Um, seeing the gore at times, I felt was harmful to the movie because I don't want to necessarily, I don't need to see that. It could be just as scary without the gore. Perhaps, perhaps even more so, like um, with Val's death, where it's kind of mysterious a bit. Okay, it's not mysterious to me because I saw the bleach. But for the other characters, they're like, I don't know what's happening. Like, maybe she had a seizure. You don't see her die in any way. You just see the after effects. Uh, her body's on the ground. So I think that would be more effective than scaring the like poop out of people by actually showing people getting cut up. That is a little much, I think. But whatever. It's on my movie. And it was still enjoyable. And I still thought when it was happening, I was like, whoa, that guy, you know, he put his face in the blender. You know, I was still having that reaction, even though it's um, not necessarily what I wanted to see. So, yeah, that is Unfriended from 2014. I liked it. Thumbs up. So I'll be back in two weeks with something else random that I decided to watch. Thanks for listening!